0: Yeah. What, what, so, what were you saying? Uh,
1: one thing IT directors need to get straight is going with an MSP make save you money, but uh-huh. it's going to cause you freaking headaches. Why? Why? Because when you go with the MSP Joe Schmo's MSP or Light ne- Light Network MSP or whatever MSP, the cheap. Guy. You're getting huh? they're cheap. They're they're the cheaper guys, the cheaper option. You're not getting true twenty four seven support. You're not really getting the real. Technical support. Why? That individual that's going to be your contact isn't going to be on you 24 7. His ethos, his personal liability will not be on you. It's going to be on the MSP. So he's not going to care if it's 2 a.m. in the morning and you're getting an emergency request. He doesn't care because he's getting double billed because he's going to bill you at an emergency rate. Now, if it's an internal employee, he's going to care because he believes in the company. He has stake in the company as an employee, as a stakeholder in a financial aspect. So he knows that I'm Well, I got to play
0: devil's fee. advocate. I got to play devil's advocate because they're going to say, you're a single point of failure. They're going to say, you're the guy that can get can go rogue. You're the guy that can take all the passwords and run away. Well,
1: that's why when you build your internal team, you have to manage it correctly. It all comes down to management and leadership from the IT director. And now, I
0: think from happening. a mid-market space, I think using a, an MSP but, but also, in a mid-market space though- Phil, Phil,
1: Phil. Yes, I get that. But aspect comes down to your C-suite within the organization when they hire yeah. the director. They're yeah. doing the right vetting. They're not just hiring from experience They're talking to his references. Not professional, but personal. That is the biggest issue is how personally connected is the IT manager, IT director of the company to then building out his team. Because remember, it's about family and culture, which goes into the other aspect that I mentioned in my many blogs I've written is... Yeah. When the company is built, you have to avoid shadow culture outside of shadow IT. Yeah,
0: so I'm thinking you would use an MSP in a mid market space for a very specific problem or application, Correct. like if some you're sort gonna of like do, database if you're management do or something. Database
1: <laughs> management or a knock. Yep. Great but oh, not a for your even. full. So
0: you want to do the you want to outsource the uh, maybe ticket management system or help to. correct
1: entry level basic level but all the major aspects you do need on an internal team if your company is it within a security industry then yes you don't really need a knock you need to build your own internal lock
0: and yes I was when you thinking made the statement generally. earlier I, I was thinking more in general for like the small business MSPs. Like there's an MSP on every street corner, and it's a guy that's just like, you know, I know something about computers, so it's very easy for me to sell. You
1: have to be careful with those small MSPs.
0: Yeah, because you could sell any, any small business dude, and how, does they, how do they even know like who's good and who's not? How can they differentiate who's talented or who knows what the heck they're talking about?
1: Outside the aspect of getting references, what other companies they work with, it's by creating a cheat sheet. And I refer to this as the 12 questions that you want to ask any MSP. Oh, that's cool. And these questions come into what's your standard response time? What's your uh, availability coming into what's your current workload? How many employees do you have coming into what's your, what's your internet connection? How, uh, how quick are your responses? If I have an emergency, how quick can you get to my site in Boston? How about my site up in Portsmouth, Maine? Or how about down here in Florida? How soon can you get here if I had an emergency that I need someone on site? How do, do you know have that MSPs,
0: how do we know your MSP is full of crap? Can we crap. ask them do what it, kind of systems does the MSP use? Like what kind of ticketing systems do they use? What they use
1: the, auto. Okay. They use auto task. They use auto. You know uh, what I mean, like, what should
0: the customer they, be asking? What should the those?
1: those be all right. What's the, what's the exact ticketing system that they're using? What uh, integrations under uh, their CRM are they using? Okay, now what's their VoIP system? What's their internet connection? These are the, those type of questions. And Phil, I'll, I'll draft them to you and I'll send them to you. You can post them so other, uh, other individuals who listen to this can figure that out.
0: It's so funny because I watch these forums and I sit in some of these MSP forums and I see the questions that they ask each other. Like, hey, what kind of firewall should I use? for? I'm like, What? What are you talking about? Like, uh, hey, what, hey, you know, um, uh, uh, 3CX is like kind of crap in the bed here. Why? And everyone's like, what are you talking about? 3CX is awesome. Just turn it up in Amazon and like do this. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm watching them. They're like, just, you know, Nextiva is the best or whatever company is the best. And I'm looking at my head, hey,
1: shaking my head I, I, I'm going to say this. We all have our preferences depending yeah, on yeah, what yeah. aspect we grew up It's like when I come up to a guard, guy, do you want a Lamborghini or do you want a Ferrari or do you want a mm-hmm. Corvette? Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's that <laughs> aspect that comes down to what everybody likes. Like me? If you were to tell me, Felix, what's your favorite MSP tool? Well, right off the bat, I'm going to say, I love Sophos. Why? Well, it's backed by these uh, individuals who are hackers, X, Y, and Z. They have the best heartbeat technology. Uh, they've stopped more threats. They've okay. been on the market, X, Y, and Z. And on top of that, they have all these certifications. I'm not saying you this didn't is a say the one market.
0: thing, though. You didn't say one thing. Are they forward-thinking? Are they ahead of the
1: game? They are forward-thinking. Okay. They were the, one of the first organizations to release heartbeat. Outside of what we had with Snowden and all of this, they used heartbeat in the aspect for ransomware, which was actually revolutionized where Norton wasn't doing that, McAfee wasn't doing that. But then they started doing into the network aspects by creating network devices for uh, smart networking, which helped out with the heartbeat, but then web filtering outside of just AV. They started going to multiple sectors within the IT industry. So now creating that, what we stated earlier, a one-stop shop. Here's, a crazy, application that does here's everything. a crazy
0: question. I get all that. Okay. Technical nerd stuff. Great. Um, uh, because, you know, first of all, technology is good. I heard someone say this today in general, technology is pretty darn good, but here's the question. How do you know the, and this, this is it. Like, how do you know the IT guy or the, since we're on the topic of MSPs, how do we know the MSP that you hire your staff is going
1: to like? That goes into the personal questions of the, the company's culture. Yeah. Now, have you ever taken the Briars make personality test or the PI test?
0: Uh, Probably, probably.
1: So many employers require you to take that PI test. And uh-huh. even today, I've even myself as a freelance IT who's been search, trying to get back into the market at the moment as an you IT came director, out in A
0: plus on, the, on like the A-hole scale. <laughs>
1: like, ah, thanks, I love you like, too. No, I'm not saying that to
0: you. I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying in general, I'm saying in like, like, like you, they get the test results back. Like you came back high on the mass hole scale. Well, uh, it tells you,
1: <laughs> if you were going to hire an MSP, the number one thing outside of personality and culture, I would ask them, is that, do you do a Breyer-Megs or a PI indexing on all, all your employees? If so, can I please receive a copy of that? Wow, that's crazy. And Why? Because it will tell me about the personality of the people in their care and how well they care for their employer, their company, and what their personal... Uh, their oh, it's personal a
0: crazy. What you just said, if any MSP is listening to this show, that is a separation factor. They could walk right in there and just say, hey, let me tell you something right now. Um, technology is, is pretty much good, okay? But the problem is uh, most IT guys are kind of fairly lobotomized to individuals that, um, you know, think that they're, well, they know that they're smarter than you from a technology aspect, but the most important thing is what technology is right for the personal culture of your business and how are they going to interact with your people? We, as XYZ, Superstar MSB, we give psychological evaluations to all of our people and here's the score and here's how they're all rated and here's why oh. that's so important.
1: Phil. For, for, for our listeners, I imagine <laughs> all of them have watched Big Bang, Big Bang Theory. Uh-huh. We don't want a Sheldon Cooper who is very direct on the technical, but Just has Just so you
0: no know, I killed skills. the TV in my house years ago, so I don't even know what that means. I'll oh. be honest with you. Everyone's going to so, laugh at me now. They're going to be like, Phil Howard's out of date. No, Phil, <laughs> I mean, I know, the show. I know the show, but Phil I don't watch
1: streams. it. <laughs> so, you know, so you know from the show, Sheldon Cooper.
0: He, i don't know the show he, i'm just telling you right now i don't know uh, the. Sh- i know the show but i don't watch the show okay, i know the show because okay. i know it's like on the top whatever list of most popular whatever but i only right. know that so, there's kind of like this this um you know the character that genius. i just mentioned like lobotomized kind of engineering minded sh- uh maybe like smarter than everybody else but yes
1: him. so that is that is who i refer to as sheldon the very technical very direct but has no people skills yes and when Leonard, the other co-star, he has the people skills. He starts learning and adapting properly how to talk to people and has the technical skills. What we need to do in the world of MSPing is be both. And we need to build that personal rapport. It's all about personal connection now, not the technical. Yeah. If a, a small, medium-sized business wants to work with an MSP, the MSP will have the right technical people 95% of the time. You so need to be true. more... You need to be more direct on what the personal memento is. Those employees, how well are they treating and talking to each other? I got fired. I'll be direct and I'll be honest. I got fired from an MSP because I cared too much for my clients. <laughs> I, I got into a fight with my director or the CEO because he told me to pull the trigger on a data migration at 3 p.m. on a Friday for a real estate firm. Yeah. As you know, real estate firms are most busiest on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. they need to, this kind of stuff needs to be done during the week when they're not as busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have showings, they have viewings, X, Y, and Z. That's so smart. That's like, and that was one. Like, their, why is and the that Whole was one Foods, of the
0: reasons? Why is the local Whole Foods store? Closed at six o'clock. Why is the coffee shop not open till seven? People go to work. They need coffee early. People get out of work. They want to go shopping for uh specialty whole foods and whatever. You know, I don't know tofu and stuff. Why do you think after work? Not okay. You know, why, why do you, you think Dunkin?
1: Why do you think Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks has employees at their? Location at 4 a.m. in the morning. So, Look, and they I'm have talking to a biggest, guy
0: that's managed a Starbucks for four years. We were, you know, we had to be open why you have most of your staff,
1: why you have most of the staff in at 4.30 till 7 a.m. And then you have most of them midday. You have most until two o'clock in the afternoon. After that, you only have a staff of one or two oh, because they're the busiest about- at breakfast and at lunchtime.
0: I can tell you about coffee. Oh, I can tell you about coffee. But I am, why do we have the 10-minute rule?
1: But I'm not talking about the coffee. I'm talking about the people management. You have to know your, the business. You no, have no, I'm to not know, saying know coffee. the I'm needs. Saying, and outside that.
0: I'm saying the personal, psychological attachment to coffee. We had the 10-minute rule. You had to be open up. You had to be open 10 minutes after close. And you had to be open 10 minutes before open. Correct. Right. So anytime I go to a Starbucks at 10 o'clock and those doors are locked, you better, you better believe I'm, I'm looking through the door glaring like you know. I know the 10-minute rule guy. I know the just say yes rule as well. So just open the door.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> um, so you can uh, see where I'm coming uh, from uh, the MSP side on the technical side. We have to, A, you have to have the right questions when you're vetting an MSP from both the technical aspect and the personal aspect. Because any MSP may have all the knowledge but they don't have the interpersonal skills. Or B, they have all the interpersonal skills, but they lack the technology. And the last thing you want to do is get the right personal skill who will BS your business and not have the technical skills to back it up.
0: That's a good point. Anytime I'm talking with a good MSP and I'm talking with the the president, the owner of the MSP, and we start going over technical stuff, he's like, hold on a second. Let me um, conference in whoever, right? Because he doesn't necessarily know everything but he definitely has the personality that everyone loves he's able to connect he's able to bring technology like the personality of technology in right he he doesn't know like maybe even some like kind of like things that would seem basic to me and and i'm no i'm no networking nerd you know what i mean
1: uh phil phil here's i'll make the statement because so i don't lose the train of thought the aspect here is if we want to you know how many businesses you get calls like this? So does every other IT director, IT manager out there. You get a cold call from an account account manager or a BDR. What's that? And <clears throat> the uh, business development rep. So okay, the sales guy. <laughs> you get calls from these guys who are reading from a script. If you look at their background and look at their knowledge through LinkedIn, because you, you, we're all curious. They have no technical knowledge, but they're trying to sell something technical. Hmm. But, if you had a technician who decided to say, I'm done with doing Trump Bush shooting, repairing, and became an account manager, they would be 30 times more successful than a regular account manager or a business rep. Why? They understand the technology and they understand the adaptation. So when they make the phone call, they know the pain points hit on correctly.
0: If they throw away the script and they connect with people on a...
1: Personal level. But the aspect is, you just mentioned it it a second ago. When you talk to the big dog of an MSP, he has to let me conference someone in. He has to go get a specialist. Now, if that specialist was the director and the owner of the business, he would be able to answer your questions. He would feel more confident saying, this guy knows what he's doing. And he brought on an additional resource to help back him up, or he brought on a resource that will better soothe the analogies that I'm using. So it's a, it's a double win. It's double sided sword that we said all the way in the beginning of this call or the podcast, when it comes down to working, looking well, for let's MSP. let's be real. This looking-
0: is a phone call that I hit record on that we're now turning into a podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, cool. A leaked call. We're going to call it a leaked thing. call. Leaked F- That's what we Leaked MSP vent, venting call.
1: <laughs> 100%.
0: Yeah, man. That was great. That's great. Um, okay. What else you got? What what else do we hate? What what, what how did we get on to this? It was like what I hate about MSPs. That's what
1: we I think that was that, that's what came on. I said just start recording because this is this is golden content that you will not be able to recreate.
0: I need the list of the 10 what was this list? Five things or
1: twelve what? the twelve questions to ask. I'll I'll draft it up and I'll send it over to you. Um, but again, these are several questions about the technologies, the services they're doing, uh, their clients, uh, what what is their major uh, framework that they're using. So every business has a uh, path to winning a client, but they also have a framework to saying, this is how we deal with all the clients, and they just copy and paste it, but it's identical for any industry. If it's financing, law firms, dental, uh, medical, if it's um, uh, manufacturing, construction, all depending on what their clients are, they're copying and pasting the same framework, which does not work. If you...
0: (laughs) No you've got um, you've got to segment your you've got to segment your marketplace and you've And got the issue to.
1: is a lot of a lot of MSPs don't probably segment. They just mash them all together.
0: They're going to have to start doing it or they're going to lose their shirt. If you don't segment you're going to lose out and a lot of times, you know, cuz things are getting so complicated now, especially in logistics and stuff where you've got or, and when you're starting to get into Azure and Amazon and how people are connecting and VPNing into Amazon and stuff like that with very specific applications and with the application world becoming so diverse and very, each industry using different applications, um, if you can't pick one or two and really specialize in that, you might as well just quit now.
1: Correct. And the thing is, I'm seeing way too many small mom and pop MSPs saying, yes, we support Amazon, Azure, Oracle, um, and Google which it's so hard to specialize. even some of the top five firms like Deloitte, um, Deloitte, uh, PwC, um, Deloitte, PwC, uh, Ertz and Young, uh, some of the top five firms, you know who I'm referring to, uh, they've now kind of started segregating, oh, we only deal with AWS and Google G Suite. Some of them say, yes, we deal with all five of them. And some of them say, no, we're just Azure. Um, for our clients that we consult with. And the issue is, is they're now trying to say, okay, we support all of them. And they're running into the issue of resources and talent. And now they can't, yeah. ha- they don't have the right and cost. And then it's
0: back to the, it. it's back to really, really uh, piss poor support and calling one 800 go Pound Sand because you have that one guy that you know that knows your stuff. And then that guy quits and he moves on to another company and now you're calling support. Or that you're guy gone.
1: just gets too hard, or that guy <laughs> gets too hard to get to. They start yeah, adding he gets layers over- and layers and yeah. layers. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a good project manager. Everyone yeah. wants a good pro- When uh When I worked at Broadview years ago, there was a, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Jen Lessig. She's. Probably, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tag her on this. She's gonna be surprised. But we. We had this one. You know, a couple project managers, right? And one I can just remember off the top of my head is Jen Lessig. You know, on every deal you sold, you're like, I want Jen Lessig. Has to be on this deal. This is such an important deal. This client has to be taken care of correctly. It's got to be white glove. It's got to go in seamless. I need her on this. And I'm like, no, she's overloaded. Like we're killing her. Like pay her more to put her in charge. Make her train everybody. You know. And uh, anyways. That's what happens in these.
1: uh, What happens is you get one great manager, uh, one great project manager, or you get a team of them and everybody wants them. And the aspect is they don't, they have, they would give two bunnies and a turkey just to get some freedom to spend time with their family.
0: Oh man.
1: And when they're even with their family, they end up spending working 95% spend time. And then wow. they it's have horrible. the worst family life, family life because work pulls them everywhere. And you know, one thing from working overseas, uh-huh. they respect family time. They tell you, go take your time. Why is it the one thing I loved working in Asia was I got 30 plus holidays a year for the organization I worked for previously. I love that we're here in the States. Oh, you only get 14 holidays and your vacation time. It doesn't add up where I was over there. I was getting 30 days of vacation holiday altogether, which was awesome. I got mm-hmm. to spend time with my, with my significant other at the time. I got to spend time with my friends and family and I was able to decompress sort the right way.
0: Yeah. There's certain things like that, you know, like, uh, some companies have, I mean, companies, countries, you know, like siestas or midday nap. It's built into the culture. Everyone understands it. You know, I'm going to bring related.
1: back the statement, Phil. I'm going to bring back the statement. Children don't need naps. Adults need naps.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> kids go to bed sometimes.
1: Um. Uh, I, but we adults do like a, uh, a 72 hour or a uh, 96 hour bender just to get through the work day.
0: Oh, it's terrible. I went to bed at one twenty last night. I woke up. At, uh, yeah, I hit around
1: midnight. I hit about mid knee um, last night.
0: 5.45, 5.45. And I'll go days, and I, for some reason, I think like I can catch up on sleep in one day, and it's really not healthy.
1: No, it, it's not possible because you think you catch up, but then you realize I got things to do. I got people to call. I got places to be. Even with COVID, I don't got to be places to be. I got to be on Zoom
0: calls. You waste so much crap time <laughs> to, you know, and then you're like watching like, what did Trump say on Twitter? And I'm, again, I'm not a political guy, so I'm not. Don't it. even
1: start with the politics. I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I'm a you know, You know, as, as a Russian-American uh, the only thing I could say for my family that they've been writing: "Welcome to the Soviet States of America."
0: <laughs> uh, I love all my Russian friends. Most of them are. Most of them either wrestling or doing some sort of oh, judo with. One, one, or, one uh, thing.
1: Yeah. One thing I want to tell to all our uh, callers: if you get spam phone calls,
0: uh-huh.
1: you know what the number way, one way to get removed from that list with making two statements yeah. in your most deep uh, Russian accent. Thank you for calling the Kremlin. We're listening. <laughs> or you've called the Russian embassy. How can I help you? <laughs> that will I get them. The I, I still
0: can't pronounce the 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 number nineteen. What is it like, David or something?
1: David Natsit. <laughs> I can't. I cannot but, pronounce but, it. You know, my friends you know, try you know, to Phil, keep.
0: Phil. They laugh every time I try to say it.
1: I have a TikTok video of my dad doing that on a scammer with his very heavy English accent, Beautiful. and all of a sudden,ly the phone's dead, and since then, he has not received another scam phone call.
0: Uh.
1: (laughs) So remember, guys, uh, ladies and gents listening to this, use that. Thank you for calling the
0: Kremlin. Yes. Thank you for calling the Kremlin.
1: Thank you for calling the Kremlin. Uh, Would you like to speak to Vladimir Putin or uh, the Bershkov party? (laughs) (laughs) little bit.
0: Sorry. Uh, Uh... Yes. Uh, well, sorry, it's been great catching up. Really, likewise. i super awesome. Uh, we're gonna take this phone call, and I'm just going to put it out there as uh, you know, uh, daily venting on, on MSPs and, and the, the questions that you should ask them to see how full of crap they are. That's what yeah. we're gonna call this, you know. So,
1: well, awesome. I'll get that drafted and sent over to you sometime by the end of day today. <laughs>